Yes. Did you know in Top Gun Maverick, Jennifer Connelly's character makes her entrance accompanied by a song from David Bowie, who was her co-star in Jim Henson's Labyrinth. And it's the song Let's Dance, which is kind of an ode to not only the connection she had with Bowie for Labyrinth, but the song that was prominently featured in Labyrinth was the Dance the Magic Dance song. So it was a nice, appropriate nod to her co-star, the late, great David Bowie. I did not know or notice that. Nice. This is one of those perfect ones where I notice it while watching it, and I'm like, I already got my did you know. It's done. It's going to be that. That's really freaking cool. That is that is very cool. If you've ever checked out my top 20 movies of all time list, you know that Labyrinth ranks rather high on that list, so I got my little Labyrinth radar going on. That's that's valuable radar. Mm-hmm. It's a good radar. I just Valuable went to the uh, the uh, Jewish Museum in San Francisco, and they have a Henson Jim Henson exhibit going on right now through August, or at some point in August it ends. But it was fantastic. I'm a huge fan of Jim Henson. I read his book recently, his biography, and uh, just a very interesting life that was cut way too short. But while he was here, he sure did make a, a lasting impression. Sure left a mark left a mark. It's true. Yeah. Um all right, Jason Fury. Huh? So you remember in the movie, you remember Bob, call sign Bob? Yes. Bob was played by Lewis Pullman, who yes. is the son of actor Bill Pullman. Correct. So in Independence Day, Bill Pullman played who played the president Mm -hmm. he flew an f-18 hornet at the end of that movie Mm -hmm. and in this movie lewis flew inside a super hornet which is a an advanced version of what his father flew uh except in, in in independence day it was shot on a green screen in this movie they were actually in the hornet right that so I, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know the Hornet connection, um, but I do. I did know the Phil, the, the Pullman connection. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's kind of cool. Super Hornet. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Let me be clear. I don't know jack shit about anything to do with aviation, navy, military, army. All this stuff. It, it just it it flies right over my head, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same here. So I get it, but it's cool that they have those nods in there, and they can like actually like add that layer because you know there's a lot of people into that stuff, and it's it's really cool. So that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's that's, that's a good one. It's a big it's a big layer. It's it's the whole it's the it is the movie. It's, it's the movie, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Um, so I did not know that we got each other. Got each other. Good ones. Good one. A nice a nice trivia sparring. Um. So we're talking about Top Gun Maverick, which I think was filmed and completed quite a while ago, but has been postponed releasing due to COVID. And Tom Cruise has been pretty vocal, pretty public about not wanting this to come straight to 
your TV screen. He's like, this is going to be in theaters if we have to wait years. And he waited years. So he stuck to his word, stuck to his top guns, and he made it happen. And to it the, paid off. <laughs> to the extent that he introduced the movie, there was a little bumper. Exactly. Little yeah, Cruise he did. He, that was cool. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. No. I mean, I not th- only from him, but like maybe from many movies i don't i don't, I don't it's it not it's an unusual thing you see it in like movie home releases like maybe before a dvd or blu-ray release or something but yeah in front of a movie i can't think I, maybe james cameron for avatar i want to say something like that but i'm not sure um but yeah it's cool it's a nice touch yeah it makes it personal um and for those keeping score at home, Top Gun Maverick is a sequel, pretty much a 30-year-later sequel to the original Top Gun, also starring Tom Cruise. And it's pretty much, you know, Tom Cruise is part of this program called Top Gun, where it's the best ace fighter pilots. And 30 years later, it's kind of real-time sequel. He's still at it, pushing the boundaries. Um, some would call him courageous. Some would call him reckless. Um, but he's still alive in this very volatile uh, <laughs> work environment. And he's, uh, you know, a test pilot and gets recruited for a top secret mission where he, he as the best, has to train the best of the best. So pretty interesting, uh, you know, concept, I guess, for a, a sequel that takes place so, so far after the original. Real-time sequel. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Kind of like the, yeah. the Dread comic books. You ever read those Dread books where the he ages like with with the comic as the series goes on, he gets older and older. I have not, but I it's like pretty, that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of not related remotely, but it's kind of kind of cool. Also, also, also cool. <laughs> it's just they're both cool. They're both cool. They share they they share that. <laughs> know what else is cool? Skateboards, bro. <laughs> also cool. Awesome. Anything else cool you can think of? Did you ride a skateboard when you were little? I did, yeah. Not yeah, a lot, I though. I, I sucked at it, and I fell a lot. And I wasn't like a skater kid. I would not go that far at all. But I, you know, we had one. Someone broke it, though. Someone smashed it. Uh, and then I just never bought one again. But I, but I had, I had rolled around a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, oh, you, I really, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you, oh, someone, oh, you, okay. So you had a, you had a tragic end to your skateboarding career. Yeah, and my rollerblading career. I had rollerblades. I once I got once my skateboard got broken. I I um, adopted the blade life, and I would right. I would, bl- I would blade in the burbs of Ohio and just thought it was the coolest. But we had a garage sale once, and my blades were hanging up. And when the garage sale was over, they were gone, and we never sold them. Someone just stole them during the garage sale. Damn. So that I never bladed again. Yeah, my uh, I had my skateboard stolen right in front of me from the neighborhood bully. Oh, it was like just it was a blatant, it was a very like this is mine now, nerd. Basically, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was basically like a like like oh I'm just good I want I'm gonna ride this real quick I won't steal it and just oh, rode God. off right in front of my face. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna take this board and you're not gonna do anything about it. That's that's exactly what happened. So and I then had a very you look them up. Uh, you look this douchebag up on facebook and now they're just like tubby mcgee eating butter out of a tub with shit all over their face that's uh (laughs) sweet poetic poetic justice yeah 
didn't see that coming. No way. Where is the skateboard now? Do you ever think about that? Like it's somewhere. Sitting in a sitting bits and pieces of it sitting in the dump. But it's somewhere. Like these I things, know, these I relics know. of the past that we all had, these plastic monstrosities or whatever they're made out of, like they're still somewhere in the world. Do you ever like isn't that weird to think about? Yeah, no. I yeah, I, I do think about that. It's, I'm not like uh, trying to be I'm not like high or anything. I'm just like, did you ever think about that? Let's I'm just it's just your cool. shit is somewhere. Your like shit your is favorite not... toys that your mom gave away or something. You're like, they're still somewhere. Could be sitting at the at the bottom of a trash heap, but it's still <laughs> there. It's in a whale's stomach somewhere. <laughs> it's like, yeah, totally it's possible. Yeah. All no, right. It's, it's, uh... Enough of that. Let's talk about Top Gun Maverick. So before we get into this, I gotta just I gotta clearly you know this about me, but listeners might not all know this about me. I'm a diehard. Tom Cruise fan. I live life on cruise control. He's my number one favorite actor of all time, and he probably always will be. Um, so whenever a movie from him comes out, I'm very, very into it, and I'm very excited about it, let alone a sequel to a movie that is pretty definitive Tom Cruise. You know, Top Gun kind of kind of made this guy, you know what I mean? I mean, he was in mm-hmm. like risky business, stuff like that, cocktail, color money, all that stuff, but Top Gun is kind of like what most people would say is like name the Tom Cruise movie. And it's like Top Gun. Um, so this is a big remind deal me. To me. Yeah. Is top is Top Cruise on top? Holy shit! Top Cruise. Top it's, Cruise. Is... Good God, man! <laughs> you need to get a full eight hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> top is top is Top Cruise. Uh, is that in your is that in your top? Uh, twenty. I forget. No. Oh wait, is okay. Tom Cruise in my top twenty? Like, top is is Top Gun. <laughs> so I just list like, it's like Blade Runner, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Top just, Cruise, Top Cruise, number three. Um, no, no, Top Gun is not in my top twenty movies of all time. It's one of those movies that okay. um relies heavily on nostalgia because it had a time and a place and it kind of embodies the 80s in a lot of ways just the vibe and mentality through the soundtrack the acting the, the corny volleyball playing the machoism bromance-ness of it all um that doesn't necessarily stand the test of time for top 20 material i enjoy the original i did rewatch the original before watching maverick and i did enjoy it it is enjoyable movie it still holds up it's cool but uh, yeah, no, not top twenty. Um, okay. I think Just Vanilla Sky's top twenty. Right, right, right. I remember. I think that might be the only Tom Cruise. I mean, there's like I could probably name five, maybe even ten movies that Tom Cruise has been in that I like more than Top Gun. Okay, it's possible. It's possible. Would Legend be above Top Gun? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just check it. I mean, come on, Ridley Scott fantasy. Yeah, with Tom, with Tom no. Cruise, it's basically the that movie's basically a Legend of Zelda movie. It's fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic movie. That would that would rank much higher than Top Gun. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Um, what's your what's your relationship with Top Gun? I, I I'm gonna guess you don't give a shit. Yeah, I more or less don't give a shit, but I, you know, when I was when I was a little kid, I think I I think I really gravitated towards it. I think I was really into 
you know, sort of the vague aviation space program kind of kind of thing. You mean propaganda? Uh, total propaganda. Total. You drank the Kool Aid. I they're totally. Trying to get you to, little, they're trying to get you to volunteer. As a little kid in the '80s, I was I was definitely, I definitely was was targeted. Um, right. I was the target market. I can picture um, little Adam running around saying "room, room" a lot. I think I had an aviator's Halloween costume at one point. Seem nice. to remember. Okay, so uh, you got in. You got you got the bug in the '80s. I got the bug for sure. Um, you got the need. Thought, I had that need. I definitely yeah. did. And um, so, so that's kind of the ex- that's kind of the extent of it. Uh, but I, I was not necessarily anticipating hotly this this follow up. Right. I think I was I was curious. I was curious. You know, I I had a feeling what form it would take, and well. I guess we'll discuss if it if it if it followed that mold, right? Um, but uh, to answer your question, no, it's not necessarily my thing. Mm-hmm. But I was open to a good movie, right? It's a good story, good I'm, characters. I, you're open to it, yeah. Try it. Out. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was directed by what's his name, Joseph Kaczynski. Joseph. Kaczynski, our Tron legacy maestro. And Oblivion with Tom Cruise. Yep, which is probably how he got the job. I'm sure it's how he, I love that movie, by the way. Oblivion's really great. Tron is like... Yeah, Oblivion. Tron's cool, but Oblivion's awesome. Oblivion is really cool. I agree. He's got a new movie called Spiderhead out. I think it's on Netflix. I haven't Who, seen Kaczynski? it. Kaczynski? Yeah, it came out like because you know he's this Top Gun's been done for a long time, so he's already made his next movie and it's going straight to streaming. And I think it's on Netflix. It's called Spiderhead. Do we know who's in it? Yeah, um, I I haven't even I haven't even heard of it. Uh, who is in it? It's some big names. Let me look it up really quick for you. We got um, oh, we got Chris Hemsworth, Miles 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 Teller again. Yeah, uh, Miles Teller, Chris Hemsworth. Um, who else did I see in there? That might be it. I mean, those are those. That's the those, only other. Yeah, Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett, is that a name? To name Jesse, 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 Jesse Smollett's uh, sister. Is it really? Was in uh, was in Birds of Prey, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Journey. Okay, no, she's good. Isn't, Journey Smollett. Isn't. isn't the other small isn't he in like jail or something he definitely he like faked a mugging cur- or something oh yeah yeah it's, it was it was a bad scene that's not good that's such bullshit i remember reading about scene. that and i was like what the fuck is wrong with i don't th- you, i don't think he's in jail but he i think he might have he he will have incurred some kind of punishment yeah that's fucked up and then like lied about it but then later i think admitted to it i don't know yeah, it's a me- it's a mess. Yeah, I'll just say small it a day. Small it a- small it a day and move on. Yeah, move on. Small it a day, did. Um, did yeah, I mention Chris I Hemsworth, love that's, that's a name. Uh, I love Tom Cruise. You mentioned it once or twice. But did you see him on Oprah, Adam? Did you see how crazy he was? 
Did you see him leap for joy? Yep. I, oh, I, I hear saw he's it. into Scientology. Did you hear about that one? I hear he's their golden boy. I hear here I hear he's their platinum boy. That's more than gold. Oh really? You must yeah. you must you must have better not better info than I have. I'm in. I'm in, dude. I'm in deep. Um I don't give a shit about any of that. If I judged actors for their religious views, I wouldn't like anybody that had religious views. Right. So it's like I don't so know. I think it's all crazy. It's just, what the his whole his whole spiel? No, just religion. Period. So we're but we're we're talking about specifically Tom Cruise and his and his religion. Yeah, just that's just what people mostly judge him for, and then they'll go like read a bunch of fairy tales and be like, "Yeah, this this makes a lot more sense." <laughs> right. It's just been it's around all... longer. Different kinds of stories. And it's just it's it's just. I think that it's just a less creative story. I think Scientology is just a more creative farce. Science fiction. Yeah, I'm kind of into sci-fi too, man. You ever see Alien? You ever see a volcano with spirits <laughs> flying out of it? Badass. It's badass, man. That sounds like something I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's avoid that topic. I don't want to offend too many people here. Um, sure. Not that anybody sure. gives a shit. They don't. I already admitted Tom Cruise is my favorite actor, so my opinions are invalid. Um, but moving on, let me just say right out the gate: there's a lot of movies out there. We got the Star Wars franchise. We got the Star Trek franchise. We got the uh, Jurassic Park slash World franchise. We got all of these franchises trying to dig up the old gems and bring them back and have new adventures and do new things. And there's countless examples of this. So when Top Gun joined the ranks, I was like, Oh shit, please don't do this. This is a, this is, this is setting yourself up for failure, right? It's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. It's been 30 years when this movie, like nobody gives a shit about Tom. Like nobody wants to see a sequel to a movie that's 30 years old. You know, like I did because I'm an old fart that was really nostalgic. But I was like, this is this is going to come and go. You know what I mean? Um, but I got to say, at the end of the day, after watching this movie, this is this is a template for how to do it. I thought this, you know, whether you like this movie or not, whether you like Top Gun or not. There's, I think there's, it's, it'll be very hard to argue that this isn't how you bring back a nostalgic franchise and, and do it correctly. I, I thought it was um, a huge achievement. I thought I was very impressed with how they, how they did this. Would you call this a legacy sequel? What do you, legacy sequel? Legacy sequel. Legacy. Legacy. Legacy sequel. Yeah. What does that even mean? A legacy sequel. It's, it's, it's a handing off. To a younger generation. Oh, do I think they'll be like they'll keep it going? I'm just saying it. It's they're they're in in the the pantheon of sequels. You know, like the Force Awakens, oh, right. or, or the Jurassic Park movies that are sort of, you know, okay, the hand the yeah that are that are sort of the old generation handing off to the new the new kids, uh, you know, and and. You know, I, I, mean, I didn't that, get I didn't get that vibe. No. 
No, it, I mean they it was, could. He, if he, there's he, a sequel, it would make sense. I wouldn't be like offended if they went on with the younger crew and did it like a new crop, of, you know, a new class. But they with with Rooster and Fanboy. Yeah, but they, which could totally happen, and and I would get it, and and he could just be relegated to like but advice it's, I guess council. It's, it's still clear that it's still Tom. It's a Tom Cruise joint. Yeah, he is. He he is this movie. Like there are right. new kids and new people in it, but it all orbits him still. He's not like Han Solo's not just coming in like we're home, you Wookie motherfucker. It's like he's he's here from the second it starts till the second it ends, and it's fantastic. And it's just it's his story continued. And I think it's I think they did it so it's, wonderfully. So it's not a legacy sequel. I, maybe I don't I don't know I don't know what this this labeling business is. Maybe like can I say maybe it sounds cool. Like but a yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess sure. If it makes you shut up about it, yeah, it's a legacy sequel. <laughs> right, right. The Force Awakens was a legacy sequel. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but with Star, we knew that was a trilogy going into it. This could be a one and done. We don't know. I, I think right. it could keep going, but it could also be it, and that would be fantastic as well. Yeah, I as a, as a cinematic experience. Um, here's the thing: I haven't seen the original movie in a very long time. I did not. God, you should have rewatched I, it. It helped so I, I, much. I did. I okay. I did see little a little bit of it. I I tried. I tried to sort of uh, brush up on it. Yeah. And so I had I had a good chunk of it to sort of remind me. You know what the nods were about the you know, uh, and that that helped. Yeah, uh, it's but not, they it's like they an also hour and a half long movie. You could have done it, dude. I, yeah, whatever. I the movie the movie stood on its own. It stood it totally stood on its own. Yeah, uh, and, mean, it's they, its and own they thing. and it's not that deep. And, it's not like you need to know like this deep rooted like Tolkien style history. It's like he was a right. he was a crazy ass fighter pilot who played chicken with death what okay one thing i did see one thing i saw that that definitely stood out to me from the old movie versus this movie mm-hmm. um was how passionate the original uh love scene was you know it was all silhouetted oh they were like tonguey they were like tonguey it was totally like totally sexy it was tongue th- they were tongue fucking yeah for sure yeah, and then and that, so having so that you just so looked precious, up the sex scene. That was your homework, idiot. <laughs> well, you had to pick something to brush up on. Google Top Gun love scene. Thank you very Top much. Gun, Top Gun love scene. I saw the bar scene. I saw I saw the scene where Goose dies. <gasps> uh, yep, yep. Well, it's pretty um, haunting because Miles Teller's character, he's Goose's son, is in Top Gun. He sure is. The little boy is running around. Tom Cruise is like holding him and playing piano with him. Like that's wild. That that's was so cool. Wild. That was cool. That was yeah, cool. It's wild. And so right. having having that so so fresh in my mind, it was like, oh yeah, that's uh that that makes sense. Yeah, that, w- that would happen. Yeah, that was great. Meg Ryan, I think, was the mom. Um, right. But yeah, that was. They yeah, it's, just, it's just like you know, when you see the characters in this movie and you see. You know, not only the effect that the father's death had on both of them and all the baggage related to it, but just knowing that 
30 years ago he's holding them playing piano they're on they're on cloud nine together enjoying some of the best days of their life together and and then 30 years later they're here in this circumstance together very powerful very cool yeah that was cool and yeah. i thought i didn't know if they were gonna actually cut back to it you know to like to actually show have a flashback basically mm-hmm. they did a kind of they did. chose yeah it was a 30 yeah, year they... movie can get it i think that's acceptable but that's what I'm saying. I think I think this movie did sh- gave you enough information about the original movie that you needed to know. Because they knew it's a. Th- I mean, thirty years. Like, so many yeah. people watching this movie weren't even alive when this movie yeah. came out. Let alone re watched it growing up. It just wasn't part of their upbringing, like it was for us. Yeah, but that's why I think I think a having having not re- entirely rewatched the original was was permissible in this case. Sure. If that makes you sleep better, makes me sleep better. Yeah. Um, but I was just I, I I just noticed how yeah how sexy the original love scene was, and then in this one it's just like I think they like kiss and then it dissolves to like post coitus, <laughs> and they're just like they're, 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 and they're and they're just talking and they're like talking about the. Uh, well, no, funny. it's that's um, that's showing that's in a way showing you how he's matured. It's more about an yeah. intimate like relationship instead of just like a like a fuck buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was just I just stood out to me that it was like this is the new you know the mature the mature yeah, Tom Cruise. Thirty years later, they're not going to have him tongue whip Jennifer Connelly. She's good. She's uh, she has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's good. She's fantastic. She's good. She, she's one of my favorite she actresses. Has. She's, she's good. Awesome. She's aged. Yeah. She's aged very well. Yeah. She's she holds it down. She's, she's good. A great actress. She's got a lot of talent. She's a great screen presence. She's charming. Like yep. yeah, she every movie she's in, she just totally steals the screen. And I was really happy to see her in this movie. I was like, yeah, that's great. Like that's fantastic. What a cool what a cool role like for her. I yeah, it's good. And she did a great job. She's just kind of like this tough as nails bar owner who's just kind of a big part of the community there and has some history with him that they kind of allude to and revisit and you know i thought their dynamic and their romance was very believable and very real i thought i thought that was interesting like it wasn't just this like blind romance there was like some baggage attached to it and some complications and some true like hesitation like which you don't see in these movies a lot Typically, it's just guy meet girl. Let's do this, you know. But this one yeah. had some depth to it. Um, for a movie of this ilk, I think that deserves some credit because it could have totally been just a throwaway. Like I'm Maverick, I'm a hotshot, I can get any babe I want. But it was a very real, borderline volatile like pairing that you that kind of had an edge to it. Like will they, won't they? That was really effective. Will they, won't they? Yeah, yeah. That was. I, I would say that's uh, that's apt. Yeah, like if she ended up not with him, I I wouldn't be surprised. But if she ended right. up with him, I would kind of be, feel the same way. It's like it could go either way. So it was kind of interesting to to watch that unfold. How they how they managed that, I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, it was, they uh, they had good chemistry. Um, I liked I liked the new generation of of uh, new crop of the Top new, Guns. Yeah. The, that could have totally turned this could have totally been like an expendables movie with just like b-rate actors just being like hot shots but 
they all had kind of a different spin you know obviously it's a two-hour movie we couldn't like flesh them all out but i think they got enough screen time and enough they revealed enough about their different personas and characters to make me care about i cared about all of them i didn't like i didn't want any of them to get like hurt <laughs> um yeah not that i, I was i see people like get hurt but you know what i mean like we cared about them enough to be to make the action sequences have some gravity to them yeah and um i'm surprised i'm surprised everyone spoilers survived um, like everybody yeah everybody survived super feel good <laughs> yeah like because you know but you know it seems the more i thought about that the more i think that was pretty that was actually some would call it like safe oh you just saved it but but i would say it's bold because most movies like this you always kill use, one or two yeah you, you use like a like a one one or two like of the the, the lesser fodder. guys to kind of yeah. And they kind of did that. Death, they kind of set it up to be fire. like that. You're like, oh, these two pilots that we didn't get a ton of screen time are going to accompany them on this crazy mission. They're dead. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought they were immediately dead meat, but they all survived and pulled through. And I thought that was, I, I was actually happy with that. I was like, that's that's actually really good. That goes against the grain of the typical formula for these movies. Even the original Top Gun had that element. And that was the whole crux of it. So I think it was smart because the main focus here is on this death that happened 30 years ago and the, the ramifications of it echo throughout generations. And I think if they just killed two new people or three people like in the early stages or middle of this movie, it would take away from that focus. So I thought that was smart. And it would have been an entire remake instead of just, right. It would have been like death uh, star again. Right. Right. And then death star again, again. Right. Yeah, um, I think what it all boils down to. Yeah, it's really simple. Good writing. It was good writing. Uh, yeah, it was tight. It was tight. Tight. A tight story. Good writing. Because we've both already said I don't give a shit about any of this air flight stuff. Yeah, like it's, not I, that's a... not the draw to me. It's the characters that I I care about. The people. I, I can. I can relate to somebody through their passion. Like I'm passionate about things. And if I can see someone with a similar passion for something different, I can still respect that and relate to that person. So they set it up where I could relate to their passions, but even though I didn't right. really care about it, but it's like, cool. Like, yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. It's about, it's about the uh, portraying relatable characters and, and doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not an aerial fetishist or anything but <laughs> i was say a... it like that <laughs> what I'm talking about I tongue mean, smacking it... tongue whipping fetishizing aerial flight what's wrong with you i got problems man yeah, issues yeah no uh, well, quite... yeah. no but seeing but seeing um the work they clearly put into making it feel authentic and making it feel high uh high velocity and high high stakes um was cool I, it's, it was palpable you could was, you could feel I, I was on the edge of my seat watching this movie like i i caught myself like near maybe the third fourth act like you know when we're getting a little past the midway point i i was getting like literally edge of my seat vibes you know the okay the only thing that for me it was like obviously they they didn't want to a, they. I don't think they wanted to date themselves. They didn't want to. They didn't want to commit, but they also didn't want to commit 
to any tangible antagonist in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was kind of funny. Well, that I mean, a, I get it. I I understand yeah. why. But the it was system just like, is kind of the antagonist, you know. But it was just like, all right, we got these 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 nemeses that were, uh, you know, these bad guys that are that we got to take out their target. Oh, I see what you mean. It's just like bad guys do bad things. It was it was bad guys do bad things, and we never, There's as no far face. as I remember, as far as I remember, they didn't name the the antagonists. No, I think they were pretty safe with it. They were safe with it. And it, was it was like just a like... top secret covert thing, and we were just never privy to the actually telling us what they were, where they were, what they were doing. You understood that they had to do the thing. They did like the whole Death Star, like this was the trajectory. This is where we need to drop the bombs. Like they did all that. It, you're right. But it's from, just from that just, point of view. It, that's a that's a good observation. But it, it yeah. But no, in a, no in villain. A, in, no 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 actual like tangible threat. And yeah, I thought that was blown, it's, we don't be like Russia, you know, it'd be like, OK, that's going to be crazy. You got to sell tickets I've, all over the world here. I've heard because I've mentioned this to a couple people that saw it and uh, they I've, I've heard two different reactions to or speculation who the who they were, who the bad guys were. Mm-hmm. And it was they were they were different. So I thought that was that was interesting. Hmm. Someone said someone said it was clearly Russia, I think. And then mm-hmm. another person said it was china mm-hmm. and then it was like okay i guess it doesn't really matter but that's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing to have at the heart to have an enigma at the heart of your like real world action movie right you know because it was kind of you know it's it takes place in the real world and there's political tensions and but then we didn't any opportunity to like know the bad guy it's like oh the the jet pulls up and he's got the full helmet on you're like oh right. I, guess, I guess they're just bad they're guys tie fighter pilots they're tie fighter pilots just picture it yeah it was the the empire but did they do that in the original was it vague too or was it i think it was pretty vague in the original i don't remember i could be wrong i i don't it wasn't memorable enough for me to tell you i don't know cuz to me I get that. I think it's consciously done that way. Obviously, just to play it, you know, you want if it's Russia, there goes your ticket sales in Russia. If it's China, there goes your ticket sales totally. in China. Totally. So it, it, it basically would have to be aliens is the only way that would be acceptable, um, like from outer space. But you know, the themes of friendship, battle, battleship. Yeah, yeah, battleship like aliens. It's like friendship, loyalty, romance, bromance, all the above. Like it's really the character journeys. So to to a degree, it doesn't matter. Um, and I think they right. they consciously knew that and just said, you know, it doesn't matter. Let's just make it some top secret thing because that's how this it's world is. Funny. It's just funny. I, I, I was just like the whole time I was like, that's that's funny. You, you want to know your enemies. Yeah. But, you know, that's an interesting commentary on loyalty. Like, I don't think they might not have even known, but they trust the, you know, the, the, the patriotism and the the job like you trust the higher up so you just you know you get a mission you do the mission you know so i think it's kind of a there, right. c- there could be that might be thinking too deeply about it but there's some interesting commentary there probably yeah like yeah definitely because you don't like realize when you're in war or you maybe you do it's easy for me to say i've never been in it but it's like there's good guys and there's bad guys and if you think about it too much you'll drive yourself wild like like oh everybody i shoot <laughs> Has a family and kids and does and had a celebration. Just do holidays. your job and hit your yeah. target. Do your job and hit your target. Just blow them the fuck up. 
um, just basically a Death Star run. Yeah. But, I mean, like, all these planets in Star Wars are blowing up, and they're blowing up ships, and there's all kinds of people dying. Right. That douchebag had to kill Akbar and then revive Leia. I don't know what's going on with this world, man. It's all topsy-turvy. <sighs> but let me... I have something to note that I think is really important. It's the nostalgia factor of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a good job making it serviceable and like putting nods in the movie. They did a lot of it. They front ended. They front ended a lot of it. This movie basically opened exactly the same as Top Gun. Same music. Same kind of montage. It was very. It was that, like identical. That eighties. Um, that eighties like kind yeah, of synthy. Oh, yeah, it was the same song, same beginning, same, you know, landing on the airships and, and getting them tethered on, you know, like slowing down. That was exactly the same, like maybe yeah. updated, you know, obviously updated, but the, it was a pretty much a carbon copy. But what I want to say is the fam- there was familiarity, there were nods, but it wasn't excessive in my opinion. It wasn't like, okay, we get it. This is a Top Gun sequel. I think the only other thing was like a beach scene, which they kind of had to do because the volleyball scene so infamous or whatever but right they they did football instead which was cool and it was short and it was just kind of a fun like calm before the storm moment which i thought was nice but i I thought they handled it very well like you you get things like star wars where you know whether i love it or hate it it's sometimes it's just in your face like remember this remember that like this character is like this you're like oh my god i get it i get it and it it detracts from the story and the characters but this one was just kind of like classy yeah yeah it was it, it did it it did it well yeah didn't, they could have they go- could have rehashed so many more things from top gun and they they didn't they had like a limit you know um yeah i think it i think it did it it did it respectfully um yeah. you know and yeah i don't you know i might i might rewatch the original just to kind of uh see where they line up at some point do a prequel style but do a prequel style yeah. um but overall i had a fun time yeah i didn't you know i didn't i didn't love it right uh but i had i had a fun time with it i was surprised to have been drawn into something that i i i felt like at the outset i was like all right whatever it's just like you know but uh it's a testament to the storytelling if you you know you begin to care a little bit and um i think yeah. it did it did, did a decent you know decent enough and in fact good yeah well i'm gonna throw some numbers at you adam like yeah this is borderline 10 out of 10 for someone like me really oh yeah this is a fantastic movie i i loved you know everything we've talked about it was a true sequel to a beloved movie starring my favorite actor so i'm biased but you know, stellar cast. It had some true heart. It had edge of your seat action, brilliant cinematography, really brilliant. Like I think when we watch special features and learn what it took to do some of these aerial shots, I think we'll respect the movie on a whole new level. Um, sure. Jam and no, soundtrack. I mean, uh, yeah, the it, score. It was, the score was quite good. Yeah, it was very good. Like little Hans Zimmer. Go, yeah, Hans Zimmer. Um, when I go to a movie, this. And, and I'm looking for certain things like this movie had it all to me and it and it just blend, it wasn't over it, it it wasn't watered down it just it did all the things it did, did so well there I mean I was 
on the edge of my seat, like I said. There was a good romance in there. There was really great action, really great characters. Like it, The more I thought about it, the more it was just such a complete package of a movie. Like it, It's kind of the spirit of, of cinema, you know? It's, it's why I go to the movies, like movies like this. Not everything has to be this deep, life-changing thing. I hate it when people, like, say, like, oh, like, it's not good unless it, like, changes your life or it's, like, got this deep thought or deep meaning. Sometimes you just want to kind of be entertained and and kind of revisit your emotions in certain ways. And this movie just really hit home with me. And I got to say, this is my big, like, embarrassing thing. I see mo- I watch movies by myself all the time now. But I think I, mm-hmm. I think I, like, shed a tear, like, three times in this movie. Which it is- hits you. I could just be like losing my mind or something, but it, it hit me pretty hard. Maybe it's because I'm a dad now, like I'm a fresh dad. So I think some of the dynamic between the the father that died and the kid and him kind of being this like failed father figure, yeah. you know, like yeah. I think a lot of that hit me pretty hard as a dad. So I was, I was a baby in this movie. I, I, I like, I've cried. I cried. The last movie I cried at was like cast away or something like that. This movie just hit me. I was, I just, I was so invested in these, mainly Tom Cruise and Miles Teller's characters. Like those, I was just so into that story arc, you know. Miles Teller was good, was good casting. Yeah, he was very good, and, and yeah, I just, just little subtle scenes like when Jennifer Connelly's making him pay for all these drinks, and he's like roughing him up and getting the people to like, uh, and then she like catches him outside, and he's just super like emotionally hit after she just like destroyed his wallet and like embarrassed him and got him literally thrown out of the bar even though it was kind of jovial like just those little moments of like his humanity they they really chucked him chucked what oh yeah no it was like fresh prince of (laughs) bel-air style (laughs) yeah yeah like or you ever see the movie dirty work with norm Macdonald where they throw him in the yeah in the dumpster yeah, yeah. it was kind of like that i was like damn guys like he's gonna y- you need him healthy don't throw he's like 60 he's like you are you okay a, like pick up a 60 year old and throw him on the ground <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that would make cnn like the local ruffians picked up a 60 year old man threw him broke out his of a body building, snapped his ribs <laughs> like why would why would you you, you can't do that no, they really they chucked him. Yeah, it's it sounds like a cop out. People are thinking I'm full of shit, but like this movie was it was it was just a complete package to me. It's not gonna it's not my top twenty movies of all time or anything like that. But just as far as what it set out to do, um, it, it nailed, it, nailed it, for it. You. it. It nailed it. Like yeah. th- there's movies out there I can tell you. Like it's unrelated. Like think of a movie like Braveheart. It's a, to me, it's a perfect movie. It's not my favorite movie or anything like that, but what it sets out to do, it does it so well that there's really, like, what could I say that should have been different about the movie? And this movie kind of falls in that category. Like, for what it set out to achieve, I think it did it above and beyond the Call of Duty. Um, it, it just, it was better than I could have imagined. I didn't think it would be this good. I was shocked by how good it was, and I was ready for it to be good, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was very good. I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten, but I I, I did enjoy it. Right. Uh, um, I'm glad I saw it. Sad that Tony Scott can't see it. Sad that Tony Scott or Don Simpson. Right. 
Yeah, that's too bad because this is an this is an achievement and and very poetic sequel. I thought it it's just very well done, and I imagine anybody involved in the original Top Gun likes it infinitely more than I do. Even you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say that this movie eclipses the original? From a from a story point of view and a character point of view, absolutely, definitely. Um, you can't battle the nostalgia factor, but if you wipe that out and don't factor in like, oh, it's just part of pop culture history and it's been ingrained in our pop culture references and whatever for 30 years, there's no you can't compete with the original in that way. But as a film, the cinematography, the action, the acting, the the romance, all of those things were much, much better in this movie than the original, like by a long shot. So I, I, I think as a sequel, like this is... The, the Empire Strikes Back of the Top Gun universe. It, it's a it's a sequel that um, is better than the original. Fucking a, nice yeah. job, Joseph Kaczynski. Yeah, totally. And Tom Cruise. I I have a feeling he had quite a lot to do with this, even from a directing point of view. And you know, I think he, I think he had quite a bit of say in how this unfolded. He had a bit of. He had a bit of a. He was not on cruise control. I'm uh, sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he took the wheel. Took the wheel. Ah. Um. Yeah. Val, it was Val Kilmer. We got to talk about him. So, Val Kilmer. <laughs> hey. I just. What? What are you laughing at? I, I was for some reason I was stuck on this thing. Like it was really good to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he's not well, Adam. No, I know he's not well, but he's but he's a he's alive. Right. That's a, yes, good observation. <laughs> B, he has he had he's he's bat, he's had a, a very public bout with with cancer. Right. Which they sort of incorporated into his character, into Iceman's story. Right. They kind of had to. They they had to. They had to address it. But I just found it interesting that they they make that part of his story, which is you know valid, and then they valid? didn't valid. Okay. And and then they didn't use his his actual voice. Well, they they they, they had him. Did you know that it was it was they used AI to oh for bring, his like brief for his brief dialogue? Well, I don't think he could have talked. But the, well, the thing is, is like his real voice that he has. You know, he has to cover up his his little you know nozzle or whatever, and kind of you know, he kind of has like a thing where he speaks like no, that. I got to do the Marlon Brando thing, man. Well, I'm just saying. I just found it interesting that they that they covered up like how he actually speaks, which is admittedly, you know, a little hard to understand. So, right. you know, and to the extent that he was subtitled in Maybe the, like in the, the Val- subtitles or something. Yeah. And so I guess he can't necessarily speak to a to a. Come on, it was you know, classy what they did. It was no, it was it was, it was classy. I just found it very interesting. It's just because we that, watched the documentary Val and did an episode on it, so we kind of know a little bit more of his story. Yeah, we we know it, it wasn't. I just noticed it. I was like, oh wait, he sounds like he's like speaking, and he's not like using his 
Yeah, but we like, don't like this character might not be at the same stage as him. Like they just did it in the way that would humanize him the most. Sure. And it's it's it was an interesting choice. Not a bad one. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. I, I'm glad. I read some articles with him and some quotes from him talking about how wonderful of an opportunity it was and it felt really good to be included. They could have easily cast him aside for this. You know, they could have said, oh, he died. He was, you know, in an p- accident 20 years right. ago, you know. Right. But they, they, they put him on top. They made him the big dog. He was on top, even above, you know, Maverick, who they had their rivalry and you never knew who'd end up on top. So they kind of like settled that in this movie which I thought was poetic and nice. Like he was the top dog, you know, um, the top gun. And he was uh, the top gun. I thought that was, I thought that was just really kind of beautiful, I guess, for lack of better words. It was just a really nice way. And, you know, we might not see Val Kilmer in a lot more, a lot more. So this might've been one of his last cinematic appearances for all we know. Um, I could be wrong. But uh, as far as this franchise goes, I thought it was a very classy way to handle it. And I thought it was effective and, and it had some impact. Meg Ryan killed off off screen, though. She didn't make it. Yeah, that's sad. She didn't make it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder Yeah, they could have brought her back. I don't think she's doing much. I don't think she's acting much these days. Yeah, but, I, I couldn't tell you anything she's been in in the past decade. Right. So there's some, there's part of it. Uh, who else is well, not John in Hamm, it? John Hamm's in John, it. Who else is not not in it? I don't know. I mean, the, obviously, there's a lot of Michael Iron. No, no Michael Ironsides. No, they got a uh, Ed. Uh, what's his name? Ed something. Ed. Um, yeah, now I'm now now I'm Ed Harris. Now I'm trying. Yeah, Ed Harris. He's like a token, like military man. He Token cl- clenched jaw. Yeah, he could do that in his sleep. He could clench his jaw real, real like, hard. Hey, yeah, we're gonna like need a... you to dress, dress up nice and clench your jaw. Here's a million dollars. Just clench. I think I can handle that. Uh, I can handle that. I don't. I don't. Yeah, totally. I don't want to stretch. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. apparently that that scene. I, I th- <laughs> it was funny. It was total like cartoon style. But at the beginning, when the when when Tom Cruise is doing that test, and he there's that shot of Ed Harris standing there, and he flies over it, and the, the roof of that building comes off. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was not planned. But they had like one oh, sh- one shot to shoot it, and that happened. So it was just a stunt house with a with the roof that just, <laughs> just flew off. <laughs> just flew off. I Flimsy thought that was kind of military building. For a moment, it got all cartoony. Yeah, that's funny, but they kept it. And that's cool. No, it was good. Uh, it was good. Um, yeah, I I don't have much more to say about it other than I, you know, I this is contender for movie of the year for me so far. Like right up there with wow. everyone, everything. I mean, come on, what came out this year? What's gonna top that this year? so far the northman come on no you didn't even say you liked that movie yeah it was all right nobody even listened to that episode we there's like 13 people listen to that episode because nobody's seen it well thanks 13 people yeah if you watch if you listen to us talk about the northman for an hour thank you you're a true you're a true fan you're a champion i mean we got let's see i would say my top three movies this year of 22 so far are uh 
not in no particular order is Top Gun Maverick, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and the Batman. Hmm, the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. I know you like the Adam Project a lot. Or oh perhaps, yeah, perhaps it's Uncharted great. or Kimmy. Oh boy. Or Morbius. Adam. Mor- it's Morbin time. Sonic Two. <laughs> right. Chip and Dale's Rescue back, Rangers. I have to get back. I have to get back to you on that list. No, I want. I do want to see that. I actually do too. We should do. I'll do that as an episode. Yeah, I do want to see Chip that. and Dale. I do. I I grew up on that shit. I love that cartoon. Apparently, it's it's a it's what's one. It's another one that's handled surprisingly uh, nicely. I've heard that as well. Yeah, I was kind of like, this is bullshit. I will never watch this. And then it was like. I was like, maybe I'll watch it. I did like that cartoon. I'll see what they do. And they they play on the whole animated versus CG bit, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, Apparently, Ugly Sonic makes an appearance. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It might be fun. It could be cool. It's just a movie, too. I thought it was a series for some reason. It's just a movie. Yeah. So. I'd be down. I'd be down. All right. Well, maybe a future episode will be Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. No, I mean it, you got to have uh, your classy updates of old old properties, you know, like Paddington and Chippendale. And... I guess we do Paddington. Why not do Chippendale? Exactly. There's yeah. a new Paddington in the works. Paddington goes to Peru. Yeah. You ready? Buckle up, buddy. Fuck that movie. I'll never watch it. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Bob. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. Now that I, you might convince me to watch it, you got. I got to get to Paddington too. Well, first. I think I think that yeah. The only way that you would watch the third is to see <laughs> where they went with with. Yeah, with I ain't the watching one and then three. That's not gonna. No, happen. no, 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 no. Two is the real. Two is the uh, is the Top Gun Maverick of the Paddington universe. Oh, jeez, he's sold. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. The Empire Strikes Back of the Paddington verse. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed Top Gun. I was worried that we would be a little, um, I, I don't know. I just really, I just had a really good time and it was like emotional and action packed and cool. And I just, I left the theater just really satisfied. And that hasn't, that hasn't happened. You know, that doesn't happen as much these days in movies with me. Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's, I'm just seeing too many movies, but um, I'm really happy to say that two movies this year between Everything Everywhere and Top Gun, I've just been just just so satisfied with those two movies that uh, it feels good to have. And, and seeing them in theaters and just being back to that kind of movies in the theater kind of vibe. I, it's just it's been a good time for movies this year. Well, we could definitely agree on one of those. Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You didn't really you didn't. I didn't, quite, the, I, I didn't quite vibe with you the didn't other vibe one. with it because you know you're, you're like out of touch with humanity you're just kind of dead inside so it made sense that you wouldn't connect with that one exactly <laughs> little burnt peach pit heart yeah you're just this like weird burnt shrub <laughs> exactly exactly hey there's always tomorrow it sure is so you'd like Top Gun more than that that's interesting I did cause, because because yeah, that's so interesting. I, like a, an like an indie gem that's super original and creative versus a sequel from a thirty year old movie starring Tom Cruise. You enjoyed that more. That's not the Adam I have come to know and love. 
Well, it's just it's just sometimes it just lands in a different way than you want it to. It's true. And and you know, and sometimes things don't land how you think, you know, and sometimes Paddington fucking nails it. Sometimes uh the worst thing is you like Paddington 2 more than any of these movies we're talking about. It makes me sick. Well, you got to see it. I know. It just it makes me sick. Yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> Physically I sick. Understand it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Gotta see two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun was a fine time. I saw. I saw it at the AMC in Hollywood next to the Man Chinese. Nice. And uh, it was a pretty, pretty small. Not a huge theater, but you know. Yeah, Sound I saw it was in kind good. of a small theater too. I kind of, I kind of regretted it. I was like, "Damn, why didn't I go all out?" Fucking Top Gun. But um, yeah, it's that COVID residual COVID. I'm still trying to like keep it down, not go to too busy of places or too big yeah. places. So same. It's bigger than my TV. So and at least I went to the theater to see it. So that's all I can say. Yeah, and it was a perfect movie to see on the big screen. Sound, sound is dope. Yeah. Well, you know, the sound of Top Gun, the original, that's like a showcase for audio, like home audio. Like, go to anybody's house that's like a, a like a tech head, like audio tech head. Their premiere showcase for their new sound system is almost always Top Gun. Mm. It's, a, it's an interesting, like, little thing that that movie's always kind of been like, oh, yeah, you want to see my new surround sound? Check this out. And it's just like Top Gun blasting. Good sound design. Yeah, very cool. Um... Was there uh, them stealing <laughs> the enemy plane? I just, <laughs> that was, are you all right? No, I mean it was it was it was That's just the last like, sound we're all gonna make before we die. I just make sure you're okay. Stealing the enemy plane. What what about it? It was just it was just kind of funny. But it was like an old model from the original movie, so it was kind of like cool. It was just, it was just like a, just a plane and a hangar with no one around. Well, there's that plenty of people around in Tie Fighter masks. In Tie and masks, yeah. Yeah, they hijacked it, just, it. Come on, that was fun. That was cool. When it was, he no, got, it was when fun. he crashed, but, I knew he didn't die in the crash, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's where they're going with this movie. He's dead meat, you know. Like I, I thought that was his heroic death, and they were gonna put a pin in it, but. The fact that he made it out of that thing a lot—I was just like shocked that he survived this movie. I was shocked. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. I think the yeah the the sort of the, the foreshadowing, twist was, like the the, the goodbye. The twist was not was not was his non-death. It's weird because they did do a lot of things that set up the twists, like the the pilots probably dying, like accompanying him, him getting crashed. Like they were they constantly set up things that were pretty cookie cutter movie like but then they would go against the grain and be like psych i thought that was cool that's good and you know yeah it's just, yeah it's, it was kind of cool they didn't go the easy route for all these like things you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was good i'll give him credit for that but i think i think the reason why i would say like top gun more than i would everything everywhere is because things like that which were goofy of them stealing you know the plane mm-hmm it was just like, oh yeah, but that's like this whole this whole movie has that consistent vibe, right? And it's and it's just like consistent. It's like okay, it's Top Gun. It's fucking right. like that's. Well, yeah, but everything I, everywhere is like 
everything everywhere. It's it's just it's a lot. There's it's weird lot. movies to compare. It's yeah, they're not it's yeah, you can't really compare them. I'm just saying in terms of for me what what resonates as a more yeah, cohesive experience. Yeah, a movie going storytelling experience. That makes sense. I I can yeah, it was less of a vignette of ideas and more of a consistent storyline. Yeah, it was it felt yeah. 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 See I rate all the movies I watch like one to ten, and I keep I keep track of them. I'm I'm actually doing the five star on a, on an app too, but um, I I I have everything everywhere and Top Gun next to each other, but I haven't decided which ones like would deserve my number one spot. It's so like they're so different. It's really it feels weird to put Top Gun at the top just because it's like I don't know more Hollywood cookie cutter, and then everything everywhere is more unique and creative, and I like both of those things. But it's really hard for me to compare these two. I think it's gonna go. It might go to Top Gun though. People are gonna like make fun of me, but uh, who cares? It's my top ten list. You know what I mean? It's your top ten. You make yeah. the rules. I don't write your top ten, assholes. Or mine. No, I'd love to read yours though. It's coming. Legend, come on, legend. Oh, of all time? Oh, that's a different. That's a different story. No, I want your I gotta... top twenty of all time. I want you. To, I wrote mine. You got to write yours. All right, I can cook that up. Cook it up. We'll talk about cook it. it. We'll up. do like a quick and dirty like rundown list or something. Or maybe we can make it an episode and segment it out or something. I think that'd be interesting. And it changes. Come on, you can't picking a favorite movie is probably a bad idea because you know, depending on who you are, what your life experiences are like, and your 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 taste change. But a top twenty right now. Yeah, I could, I, I could theoretically, I could bang it out. Yeah. Okay. And well, that's about all I have to say about Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. What's Tom Cruise in next? Uh, Mission Impossible, the next one, I think. I think that's where we'll see him next. What's this one called? It's called it's like something with the word "dead" in it. Oh yeah, Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning, part one. Crazy. Foreshadowing, probably. Crazy. He's dead. Will Will they... Uh, what, not Quantum of Solace. Will, will they... Uh, what's, what's the newest James Bond? Die Another Day? No. No. That's another one. Um, a Good Day to Die? A Good Day to... Di- Wait. No... What was the Jeez, there's so many death. I don't know. Um, no time to die. No time to die. It's always got something to do with death at all. No time to die. No well, there was die. plenty of time to die. Right. There definitely was. So that was that was the uh, the big stunt of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be. They should have done that. Like once the movie was out for like a year, change the actual title of it to "Time to Die" or something. <laughs> it's finally that time was... to die <laughs> right yeah bond time time to die the name's bond james they did it finally did. teasing Fine. us for 25 movies i thought exactly. he was gonna die one of these times <laughs> all those stunts it was a real it was wasn't a fake one this time jason you ever thought Paddington was going to die in a movie? <laughs> I God, I hope not. If he dies in three, I'll watch it. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty adult, man. They might. Can you might imagine? He's dead. I'm so sorry, children. Well, they killed his parents. Choked on marmalade. That's right. Yeah. It just got. They just find him in a closet with marmalade coming out of his tear ducts. That's that's freaky deaky, man. It's freaky, bro. It's freaky, bro. It's fucked up, man. It's, it's fucked up shit. You're kind of fucked up. All right, let's let's call it. Uh, let's start talking about killing Paddington. I think we got to call it. All right, it's a wrap. All right, uh, you know, till next time, Adam Roth. See you later, Jason Fury. <laughs>